0: welcome back everybody just want to say thanks and let you guys know how to come in contact with us we're available at our email at brand new at gmail.com and
1: on twitter at brand new we'd love to hear from you
2: this is a few sound of the podcast you're listening to we're a couple of new brand- be sad if we ever stop doing the shit be glad it's a brand new dad podcast
1: we are back we're back baby whoo feels good it does another lovely monday yeah you ready to rock i'm ready to rock all right who are you by the way i'm dom and uh i'm a stage four brand new dad my daughter is two and a half months old who are you I'm Sean. I was a uh,
0: stage four, then a stage five. Then I'm probably back to a stage four, <laughs> Randy Dad now. Yeah. Not really uh, locking and loading, uh, ready to go again yet. Yeah. But uh, yeah, two beautiful daughters, one uh, three weeks and one 14 months. And uh, who do we have with us
1: today? Today, our guest, also known as Mr. O, also known
2: as Music Mike. Music Mike. <laughs> we have Mike. Welcome. Thanks. It's uh very exciting to be here. I've I've been thinking about this since the first episode, so Ooh, pretty excited. Yeah, long time <laughs> listener, yeah. first time guest. <laughs> yep, there we
0: go. <laughs> um, so Mike, you uh, so you guys, I met you through through Dom, Dom and Z, right? Yeah, through through yeah through Z through and, Z mostly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: and I met guys, yeah yeah sorry I met you, Mike through <laughs> Z as well. Yeah, they t- they taught together. So uh, yeah. yeah, Mike, tell us a little bit about yourself. What you got going on?
2: Uh, so yeah, I'm uh I think I'm a stage four. Brand new dad, nice. uh, just had a baby on New Year's Day. Congratulations! Congratulations. Yeah, first baby uh, of the new year at Northwestern Medical Center. Wow! So pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was pretty exciting, and uh, we are now just over two weeks in, and uh, it's pretty glorious. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty stoked about it. Yeah, so. so we're like
0: very much on the same page with the with my new one and yeah. and yours. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: oh yeah, yeah, for sure. We're we're just a few days. Few days away. Of yeah. course, you know, you've got 14 months on me, but I do have the other one. Yeah. yeah but <laughs> <laughs> um, that's awesome. <clears throat> they gave you a plaque or a ribbon or anything for the first of the year? I feel so, like they should. So they gave us uh, a quilt made by like a quilting guild in St. Albans. And then we got a, a rocking horse made by some local. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. I did awesome. not expect that. No. And we were in the newspaper. <laughs> uh, really? Yeah. We were in the, the messenger. I think oh, it's what the, the news there. Yes. Yeah, yep. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So, yeah. I've been in there a couple.
0: Don't want to Um, that's awesome. Yep, that's cool. So, uh, tell us about your. Uh, what do you want to start with? Do you want to start with how how things are going at home? Yeah. Or should what? we give do a little data? update? Let's do or? a status update yeah. and then yeah, let's hear your story, Mike. What do you got for status? Yeah, so, why don't you take a story right into status?
2: Yeah, exactly. Okay, so you want to hear the birth story for it first? Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so um, my baby uh. Amelia was born on New Year's Day uh, five weeks early sure she was supposed to be born on uh, February 4th crazy um, so let's see at 215 so I should start before that so Megan and I watched soul Megan's my partner uh, we watched soul good um, yeah really good Talked movie. about it last week yeah <laughs> made, made me cry like a little baby <laughs> yeah, <so good. laughs> um, but we were watching soul leading up to New Year's and uh, she fell asleep in the middle of it don't know why um, but she fell asleep, and the movie ended at like eleven thirty. And my friends were like, "Hey, let's hop on a Google Meet and and bring in the new year together." So we hopped on at like eleven thirty, eleven forty five. They're all drinking. I had not had anything to drink at that point, and I was like, "Ah, you know, I'll pour myself like a tiny bit of scotch because we're gonna be off in like twenty minutes and yeah. I'll go to bed." <laughs> So two hours later, we're still on this Google Meet and we're playing drinking games, and I've had you know a couple of scotches, a couple of PBRs, and I'm feeling really good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's two fifteen in the morning, and Year's. yeah, it's New Year's right. We're celebrating, yeah, partying, and uh, Megan comes to me and says, "I I need to talk to you," and I was like, "Okay." So hey, I am um, fine. I don't. I'm yeah, not right, right. gonna pee the bed. So, I, <laughs> funny enough, uh, she pulls me away. And she's like, "So I think I, I think my water just broke." Oh. And in typical male and drunken fashion, I just said, "No, it didn't. <laughs> that didn't happen." <laughs> no, you're good. Go back. Your back. Uh, right. I said you peed yourself, and she was like, "That's not something I normally do." So I don't, I don't think so. And uh, you know, started feeling her pajama pants and stuff, and sure enough, she had. Her water broke. Whoa! Wow. And uh, so it's 2.15 in the morning. And, and so I'm like, so we got to call. Like, we got to call the birth center. Are you going to call or am I going to call? <clears throat> and at the time, she looked at me really strange. And she's like, I guess I'll call. And later on, she realized that I didn't want to call because I was drunk. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. not <laughs> trying to talk to a nurse about where my wife is in, in labor. Makes sense. Because um, I'm still like, no, this, didn't, this isn't yeah. happening right now. Um, and so she, uh, she calls and she tells him, like, you know, like, it's not a, a – like a big, it's just like a leak. It's, you know, movies all, always paint the water breaking. as like this rush of water in yeah. like the grocery store. Bucket
0: on the grocery store floor. Yeah, yeah. that's not how it works right. usually.
2: Um, so Megan tells the nurse like, no, you know, it's, it's not a lot, but it, it is happening. And um, Amelia was breached. And we knew that mm. um, in our last ultrasound and in, in a, a doctor's appointment, she was breached. So the nurse said, let me put you on hold and talk to the doctor to see what we, what we want you to do. So Megan had been laying down when she called. She gets back up, and at that point, it was kind of like a rush. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it wasn't, like, a major rush, but it was, like, coming strong. Yeah. So, the nurse gets on. She's like, well, if it's just, like, a, a little leak, like, don't worry about it, um, and, uh, you know, maybe sleep for a few hours, and Megan's like, well, we have an update. It There's a lot. Yeah. And the nurse is like, all right, you should come in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, I spent a good 15 minutes just running around like a chicken with my head cut off because <laughs> I was drunk yeah. and this wasn't supposed to be happening. Did you guys have a go bag prepared at that point? Funny you should mention that. Yeah. We did. I did not. Um, <laughs> in our birthing class, we were supposed to have a go bag prepared and Megan had all of her stuff prepared. Uh, I did not, which is not very uncharacteristic. Yeah. Megan is usually not prepared. Yeah. And I but, am.
0: But, I mean, you're five weeks
2: early here. I was like, we'll be fine. Yeah. I'll put my clothes in there at some point. Yeah. Um, so we are... Yeah, so I'm running around. I finally get it together. Um, and we realized, well, we don't have a uh, car seat in the car because it's five <laughs> weeks. Uh, in fact, the car seat is we still... We don't have a car seat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, in fact, the car seat was still in the box with the stroller. Okay. So we took the whole box and put it in the trunk. Nice. Because <laughs> it's like, that's we're, we're bringing that now. Mm-hmm. And so 45 minutes later, we're ready to roll. And then Megan drove us to the hospital. Awesome, because I I couldn't drive. That us is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Way to be responsible. Yeah, that's, right. That is
1: that's that's really great.
2: In the moment, I felt really guilty about it. But after telling the story a bunch, it's could you imagine me telling the story like, yeah, and I was drinking, and then I drove my wife, yeah. my yeah. Uh, my wife to the hospital, so she drove and. The, the amazing thing about it is we're, we're driving, and uh, we're about 15, 20 minutes into the drive, and I turned to her, and I'm like, are you Are you having contractions? And yeah, I was just going to ask that. She's like, oh, yeah, I've had like five or six, Mm-mm. but she, her demeanor has not changed. She's just like cooler than the underside of the Whoa. pillow. Whoa. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, it was early, so, you know, they were like period cramp type mm-hmm. type of uh, How contractions. How far apart?
0: I mean, if five or six in Yeah, they must drive, have been a couple yeah. minutes apart, yeah, yeah. but
2: they weren't intense quick. or anything. Uh-huh. So we got there at three. And uh doctor comes in and does an ultrasound just to see if the baby's a breech and the baby still is breech. Mm. And she had lost a lot of amniotic fluid. So <clears throat> the doctor said, we're, we're going to do a C-section and he was really kind about it. Megan wanted to have a vaginal unmedicated birth. That's, that's what she wanted. Um, but Megan's super flexible. I'm yeah. not, she is, she's like, whatever needs to happen to get the baby out. Mm-hmm. That's what we're going to yeah. do. Um, but the doctor like explained exactly why th- we had to do a C-section. So, you know, we get she gets to the OR at like four forty five, and at five forty four in the morning we had a baby. So her water broke at two fifteen, and like three hours later oh, we yeah. had a baby. That's nuts, yeah. <laughs> it, is crazy. it was nuts. Yeah, was it was awesome. really crazy. That's a, yeah,
0: that's wild. Yeah, pretty similar uh timeline for us too, because we we cut the pod at whatever bef-
1: seven forty five. Yeah. Or
0: seven forty-five? No, it was like six forty-five. All right, that was just me and you. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then we went, you know, got to the hospital at uh, I don't know eight thirty or something, and had a baby
1: at ten. Yeah, you lucky bastards. Quick. Yeah. I was sitting there four days <laughs> waiting for this baby to come. <laughs> oh my God. I wouldn't have it any other way, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, Mike. That's, so that's the yeah, story. Really great that's story. wild. Yeah, I love that. So I love funny. it.
2: Every time people are like, oh, you must have said this so many times. I'm like, yeah, but I'll say it. I'll say it again. Yeah, why not? It's a great story. It's a good one. It's a good one. Um, And everything, it was kind of amazing because so the baby comes out. um, The baby was, like I said, five weeks early. Uh, She was uh, five pounds, 12 ounces. I mean, she came out and she was was pretty good size. Yeah, Yeah, for that Screaming. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah, and, and the doctors were like floored. I mean, within a few hours, she was already lifting her head up. Whoa. Yeah, I mean, it just was kind of unbelievable how, like, everything went as well as it could have gone. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. that's awesome. Yeah.
0: That's so great. Um, Yeah, yours came out screaming, too. still hasn't stopped,
3: right? Yeah, she hasn't.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, so um, they did probably the the
2: check on her and brought her over to the the NICU people, right? So she was 35 weeks in one day. Yeah. And because she was past 35 weeks, she didn't have to go to the NICU. Mm, Right. Which I don't know... I don't know what happens at thirty five weeks that like all of a sudden like mm-hmm. something changes. And... They
0: gain like three pounds right at five weeks. That must be it, right? right? Like yeah.
2: just... something <laughs> something is fixed at that point. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, no, the pediatrician grabbed her and we were able to go on the portal and see like some information and her mm-hmm. what is it, a- Apgar or Agar score or something like that. It's what mm-hmm. they just no like color and stuff like that. It's like to see how the baby's doing. For uh, like okay. John doesn't. Yeah, like yeah. a variety of yeah. things. Yeah. Um so it's out of ten and her score. A minute after was eight, and then they do it again five minutes later, and she Mm -hmm. was at nine. Oh, nice! (laughs)
0: So, seems like pretty good scores. Pretty good scores. I don't know anything (laughs) about
1: it. Two babies. Yeah,
2: (laughs) (laughs) no idea what that means. Yeah, Yeah.
1: no, that's great.
2: Um, and then we did like uh, I held her, and they did Mm -hmm. cheek to cheek with Megan. Nice. Yeah. You guys knew the gender. Beforehand or no, we did not know the gender before oh, cool. Yeah, so we were totally surprised
0: So what how did uh, how did you find out was yeah. she over in the little heat lamp section? And then you went over to see her or did the doctors call it out or did you watch or what happened?
2: Um, so so there's a little window when they do a c-section. Yeah, um, and I did, I, so this was actually, I have, I have a question for you guys about that because I, I did look through the window at one point mm-hmm. and uh, just saw a ton of blood. Yeah.
0: Spit your scotch out. Yeah. And I just, <laughs> yeah, I was just like,
2: I'm not looking again. And, uh, and then we like looked just as the baby kind of came up and the doctor said like, uh, you know, it looks like you got a healthy baby girl. And
0: oh, cool. yeah, it was yeah, really nice. cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. There is uh,
1: there's a lot of blood. Yeah,
0: there is. I didn't
2: watch
1: at all. I didn't peek at all.
0: Yeah. yeah okay, I was that was just, my question. Yeah. I, I honestly didn't even think to peek. I was just locked in on uh my significant other we're not using names right yeah no uh, names, yeah. and so i was just locked in and just trying to make her feel comfortable and we were just excited and yeah. kind of goofy and uh yeah and then we didn't find out for like five minutes after she was out because uh, they like took her over and we we're doing all the checks and everything yeah. and then you know we hear her cry and then she like, stops crying and they're like oh it looks good and then when i finally went over to see um then i just Yelled it out Which Beck didn't even hear Oh yeah and then, <laughs> uh, and then I was over there For like another five minutes And then finally brought her Over to Beck So Beck was yeah. waiting For quite some time Wow Before finding out
2: Yeah, yeah. That must have been hard
1: Yeah
0: I But I mean it. she was yeah. what
1: she, yeah. Yeah. What's she gonna do yeah i mean i went over because so like the nicu team takes her and then you know they're like trying to get her blood moving and whatnot and i went over and i must have been staring at her for like 10 minutes you know and like z i just felt so bad like returning because i'd lost track of time completely yeah and i returned to z and she's like what's going on (laughs) where is the baby and then but i was just so locked in at this screaming baby it was just yeah yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, very similar for me, but I was locked in on a perfectly peacefully yeah. quiet
1: baby. <laughs> what? So you just love rubbing that in, don't you, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike. How about some data? What do you got? Yeah. For
2: what's it? the current yeah. update? Well, so I have a really easy baby, Dom. yeah, um, <laughs> yep, She is. She almost never screams. Uh, <laughs> Turns out every baby is just a piece
0: of
1: cake. Except for, except for one which i and again like this comes up a good amount obviously on the pod and then in uh, other places and i wouldn't have it any other way really? it's just like she's making us work for it but she's so she just she deserves all the work that That's true you know so she is a cutie yeah, i love her yeah. so. fresh
0: out of the bath that snap the
1: other yesterday whenever that was yeah. today
0: i don't know um super super cute yeah. 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 and she will keep making you work for it i think yeah
1: and i i i welcome that yeah. but
2: Sorry to cut you off, Mike. Go it's ahead. all good. I, I started it, I think. Um, so, yeah, she, like, we've been really fortunate. She sleeps a, a lot. Um, she's becoming more and more alert as the days go on, which is, is really cool to see because she's be, she's becoming interactive, which yeah. is a lot of fun. Um, but, yeah, once her needs are met, she pretty much stops fussing, which is really, really nice. Yeah. Um, she is starting to get into the habit of being really alert in the middle of the night. And yeah. so we're slowly starting to like figure out how do we take turns to kind of deal with an hour of being awake in the middle of the night um, But I mean she's she's amazing. I spend hours just staring at her, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. It's like I'm, I'm just looking at and she's sleeping. She's not doing yeah. anything. Yeah. She's just sleeping and I'm just staring at yeah. her and mm-hmm. I can't get enough It's hard I time. just can't get enough Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah it's uh, we I don't know if I mentioned this on the pod but somebody when we first had our baby told us they were like listen Everybody's gonna tell you nap when they nap they're wrong just stare at them
2: <laughs> yeah
0: and she was right yeah you it's, just stare at yeah him.
2: it's i mean yeah it's hard you know it's like I'm, I'm holding her and i'm just like i'm so tired but i don't want to put you down yeah um yeah. yeah it's hard
0: yeah uh today i took a diesel nap with georgie right on my chest on the couch yeah. uh fell asleep and by the time I woke up, a lot of, it had been like a couple hours. Uh, Nora's oh grandparents heck. had come in <laughs> and taken Nora away and Beck was working and we were yeah, That's I amazing. had no idea I didn't even That's know sweet. like what time of day it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah.
1: So let's bring that right into your dadis. Okay. You so in?
0: my status, uh, <laughs> this last week has been me sort of gearing up because I go back to work uh I was supposed to go back to work today. I did not go back to work today. <laughs> um, this weekend, we kind of have been testing back to see, like, you know, how she can do with all of the stuff around the house to see if she'll be able to do it without hurting herself when I'm at work. And uh, she can't do the two kids. Mm. Uh, she can't. She's not supposed to lift more than 10 pounds. Mm-hmm. So... um You know, Nora weighs like over 20, so we are going to send her to daycare like we usually do, Um, but still just this weekend testing it out with like the other stuff. She's been feeling really confident and been kind of mobile and maybe did a little bit more than she should have yesterday when we were testing the waters, and last night was really sore, and this morning was really, really sore, so just... uh, You know, took Martin Luther King Day off to help with the fam and I'll be back at it tomorrow. So this week has flown by because uh, I know that it's almost over, you know? So it really has flown by. The first week that I was home, I took a week before and then two weeks after and the, uh, the first week after was amazing. It went by so slowly. We were just soaking in every minute of it. It was awesome. And then this week has just disappeared. So my status is, uh, where did it go? Mm-hmm. It's gone. Nice. But I got to go back to work tomorrow. So we'll see. Yeah. And I'm on both ends of daycare. So normally, Beck does the drop-offs in the morning. So I can uh, get to work on time. Or as, of uh, course, you're listening, you know, you know, 15 minutes late, probably. <laughs> um, and then I pick the kids up. Kid. Um, but since beck is not like mobile and staying home with the the new baby i'll be doing the drop-offs and the pickups so i'm gonna have like pretty busy days for the next two months mm-hmm. yeah so that's a lot looking uh, forward to that <clears throat>
1: yeah <laughs> yeah what about uh what about you dom my dad is i have a 12 pound baby as of today Ooh, gain, nice gain of weight um she's super long super pretty and uh, we've been, so what I've been really happy with this last couple of weeks is we've been getting into the bedtime routine mm. and it's pretty locked in, <clears throat> knock on wood, because this could change tonight. What's the routine? So, you know, I think it's, we, when Z's home, so there's one night a week where Z works at her restaurant and, you know, so I, I, may, I have to put her down, which actually went really well this week, but um, the, essentially the routine is just feed her give like, like a maybe 45 minutes before you want to, her to go to start winding down and then, you know, one last diaper change and then get her to fall asleep. So she, I've told you guys that she does not like it to seems swaddle. like an essential no, part so, of yeah. the process. <laughs> so what, um, what I'm saying here is essentially she does not like to be swaddled. Yeah, Her arms being taken away is the worst thing you could do to her. Mm. So that's how she feels. So um, I get her to fall asleep before putting the swaddle on mm. and then take a sleeping baby she wakes her up a little bit just swaddle her really quick and then rock her back to sleep and let set her down so okay. it's been working out pretty well and, you know she's been sleeping through the night so like she, we put her to bed shooting for nine nine thirty every night and she's up when we're up at seven so nice that that's amazing yeah it's going yeah. pretty great yeah that's um, great so super i look forward happy to those that. days yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 Nora's
0: getting into a finally into a routine which we broke last night uh because she was over at her grammy's staying up until uh 11 15 last that? night yeah. so you know school night staying up late and then basically it was a wreck today but didn't go to daycare so we got to
2: we you got, got to, to live, deal with, it. live yeah. with that dream yeah,
0: yeah. it's a lot of fun but i the the swaddle thing i do a similar thing i do uh you know obviously the diaper before and then um I do like half a swaddle, just the bottom half, oh, get yeah. her legs in, mm-hmm. and then you know feed her. And then while she's still like in my arms, before the burp, I do the arms up, yeah. then burp, and then if she's out, put her down. If she's not, I always save just a little tiny bit
1: of a- milk.
0: Yeah, and yeah. then uh, just give her one little, one little bit nice. on the way out. You know, yeah. set her right in where she's going. It's not enough that it'll make her like spit up or anything. So mm-hmm. just put her right there little sideways roll out so you're not like pulling it out and you get that suction pop you just kind of break the seal and then pull it out to the side and then she's
1: out yeah i think with us her being i mean she's only two and a half months but i think she's aware that we're trying to put her to sleep Mm. and that could just be me just you know coming to a conclusion but i'm pretty sure she's aware of what's going on (laughs) so she just starts Getting it like so with the swaddle thing, I'm not even sure that she wants her arms that badly. I think she just. I'm not going to bed right now, guys. I hope you know (laughs) that.
0: Well, you better hope she doesn't listen to the pod. Yeah, you're right. She's gonna be (laughs) to all your tricks here.
1: Yeah. Well, she. I mean, she pretty much put the ixnay on the five steps to calm her down. Oh man, (laughs) those don't work anymore. (laughs) So,
2: yeah, started. I had to start from square one on that one. I, I do find so. So my little one at home um, Likes to be swaddled Doesn't like her arms in either mm. um, But she needs to be swaddled With a particular weight of blanket So there are some nights Depending on what she's dressed She wants like a lighter blanket And if it's too heavy She'll kind of be fussy yep. But then there are other nights Where if she Depending on what she's wearing She wants like a heavier one mm-hmm. The problem is Is that she is uh, She poops everywhere yeah. uh, Constantly <laughs> I mean it's, it's This is other things That I have to talk about Because it is just It is ridiculous How much she poops and we just don't have enough of anything, you know? But we have so much stuff, but it's just not enough because she just, she just poops on everything. Okay. So it's like she's fussing because she wants a certain thing. It's like, well, you pooped on that. And we, don't, we don't have any more of it, like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do for you. So she's blowing out like crazy. Yeah, I was going to say, no, like, she, when are you going to start using diapers? No, the, pro- <laughs> the problem is, is that she likes to poop when she's not in a diaper. Ah. That's when, and it's, yeah. I mean, there have been times where she's, she's pooping for, like, minutes. Okay. It's just constantly So are you changing coming. a diaper after the first push? Because we've talked about yeah. this. Yeah. No, no, you know? no, 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 no. This is waiting. <laughs> so, sometimes it's like, let's just wait, like, 30 minutes. Let's yeah. just let it go. And, and then, you know, you change it, and, and then she's going more. pooping. Ah. Yeah. I, I'm learning, mm. though. The cool thing is, like, as you go on longer with a new child you, you you begin to learn like what are they doing yeah and so now like yeah i see her face and i know i'm I'm ready to roll so like i've got all kinds of stuff around but the amount of diapers we've thrown out that we just changed like we're on the pad we just put her in a new diaper mm-hmm. and then she poops yeah it's unbelievable Whoa. yeah
0: i don't know uh <laughs> i don't know what the solution is for that um but it did make me think of the, something that i didn't include in my dad's uh We were over at Beck's parents and getting ready for a bath time over there. So, Nora was stripped down and Grammy just, you know, let this naked baby sort of start running around and she's playing with everything and, you know, she's like grabbing toys off the ground and squatting down and, you know, what everybody thinks is going to happen like doesn't happen and we're just like, oh, okay, she's Mm -hmm. good. And then... She squats down and makes the all too familiar <laughs> grunting sound, and everybody looks over, and she just poops right on the floor. No, and it was so funny; that is we hilarious. just could not keep it contained. It was so funny, and uh, it was on the tile, right in the middle of the tile. It wasn't in the grout or anything. So basically, best case scenario for cleanup: mm-hmm. you know, scooped her up, wiped her, threw her in the tub. But uh, yeah, threw it it, in the tub, it, it threw her in the tub. Okay. <laughs>
2: Wait, you don't you don't throw your poop in the tub. No, That's not, not something often, you do at home. Yeah. No? <laughs> you
0: don't know, wash off the wipes, reuse yeah. them.
2: Yeah, Jeez. the the grunting is so apparently. I mean, I know the grunting is common amongst all babies, but it, apparently amongst preemies, like grunting is a very common thing. And mm. and most of her sounds are just her grunting. <laughs> and so she'll be sleeping, but she's just grunting all night long Little and it's piglet. yeah it's like like an old man just like really <laughs> curmudgeonly old man just grunting and when she has to poop the grunts are so funny it's just so hard not to laugh every time mm-hmm. she poops it turns bright red yeah and then she just lets out these really <laughs> low just uh, it's, oh man it's That's like she's really working good. for it oh
0: man yeah, yeah the uh the poops at that stage too, like you can hear them from across the room. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are times where Megan will be holding her, and uh, she'll, yeah, she'll fart, and I'll just be like, "I, which one of you was can, that? Yeah. Like, who, who was that? Because they're they don't sound like baby farts." Yeah, no, no, no,
0: no. Um, I have only about thirty or forty more poop material prepared. Do you guys have more than that? Less Nothing. than that? Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. Okay, maybe we'll move on to something else yeah. okay. <laughs> for a little while. Yeah. Um, uh, one thing that I was thinking about was all of these uh, classic segments that we have yeah. um, from from season one of the Brand New Dad Pod. And we need to start peppering them in a little bit. <coughs> okay. um, I know, as usual, I'm unprepared. My wife gave me no material to bring. I don't know if you did, but my mom was over here earlier. And I uh, asked her if she had anything, and she gave me nothing. But I did tell her that she has one week to give me something. Mm-hmm. So I think next week you should also have something from, from my mom. Your mom. Okay, I like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, either of you guys
2: have anything from the wives? I have some stuff, yeah. Um, so <laughs> I'll skip that one, I'll come back to it. <laughs> um, uh, so Megan wanted to know if there was one thing. Um, after having a baby, if there was one thing about your partner that surprised you as far as parenting was concerned?
3: Hmm. Good,
1: good question, question, Megan. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Um, surprised
0: me. <clears throat> uh, I didn't think that Beck would be as willing uh, as she is to just pass the babies off to have the diaper changed. You know, I thought she would take a little bit more ownership of that, uh, but she has no problem like i would never pass the baby off if she poops in my arms like i'm you're you gonna know, change it's it. a hot mm-hmm. potato thing like you lose you have to that's change it you it. gotta change it you know and she uh <laughs> just has no issue passing that thing off and uh yeah so that was a little surprising that's a pretty bad answer have you had time to come up with a better one and then i'll try to come up with a better one
1: um i was i mean and i wouldn't and i don't mean it, this to offend i just i was i was more so like very happy with the amount of maternal instinct that z had cuz like i'm lacking in the instinct department mm-hmm. so and she's been carrying the team with that so like she's super maternal and it, it and it's not something that surprised me i knew she had a dinner but the amount that she's shown is just amazing so that's what i have
0: that's good i n- now realize i will uh, i'll get back Um, props for being more alert and on it for a potential danger than I thought that she would be. Um, She has a ton of maternal instinct and definitely like was going to be a wonderful caretaker and super comforting and loving. But I was not sure that really observing the environment and being entirely aware of every ongoing potential risk was going to be something that she would be really good at it. And uh, she is very, very good at staying on top of it. So I'm happy
1: with that and surprised.
2: Yeah. What about you, Mike? You know, I. So Megan is a kindergarten teacher Mm -hmm. and uh, she knew she wanted to do that from like the minute she was could think about Mm -hmm. jobs. Um, And she's wanted to be a mom for forever. I mean, that was like one of the first things we talked about was like, I want to be a mom. Um, And so I, I guess I'm not. Really surprised by much. I'm more just, you know, I, I've thought a lot about this, and I, there isn't anything I'm surprised by. I'm just sort of like, she she fits it really well. Like the t- transition from not being a mom to being a mom was immediate. Mm. Um, and I, you know, I thought that that was not something that I was surprised by, but. I thought like, OK, yeah, you know, it's easy to say, like, I want to do something hypothetically. Right. But then yeah. when you're in it, it's a very different situation. You know, like I wanted to be a dad. Great. Now I'm an actual dad. Like, do I still like it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I do like it. It's mm-hmm. good. You know. Yeah. Um, so but to see her just transition so easily was something that I thought when she asked me the question, that was what initially came to my mind. What have you surprised her with? What do uh, you think you're going to be all about? Um, well, this this is uh, kind of segues into one of the other questions. So. um I'm segwaying. (laughs) Yeah, that's I I brought that up purposefully. Uh, (laughs) um, So one of the other things that she wanted to ask about had to do with diapers. Um, Specifically, uh, when we first came home, um, I had a lot of situations where I was very frustrated with diaper changes because it was just I was like I said, I was getting pooped on all the time. (laughs) And especially at night. And it wasn't seemingly happening to Megan at all. And you guys have talked a little bit about like it's hard. You, you take things personally. Like, why oh, yeah. are you doing this to me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and Megan was just like, "You can't, you can't change diapers anymore. Like this, we're done oh. now." Um, that's wrong. I said I can't change diapers anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you say, you lucked out. Um,
2: so one of the questions she had was, you know, when you when you divvy up duties, especially after a C section, you know, like you you as as the one who didn't have the operation, have a lot to do that isn't baby related, right? Yeah. So basically, the agreement we came to was, um, I will do everything. I'll do literally everything around the house mm-hmm. if you feed and change the baby. And Megan was fine with that at first. And I can see it starting to become a little bit of a grating thing. So one of the questions she's, she had about that was, do you feel, feel like that's a fair deal? Which I think leads into the whole, what is surprised by, I think she was probably surprised by the fact, because I was changing diapers a lot. Yeah. And then we ran into some issues and I was like, I, I just, I'm done with this. I don't mm-hmm. want to do this anymore yeah how do you feel
1: um i think that that deal seems fair but it wouldn't work in our house unfortunately Uh, essentially we all we both need to be doing everything and i think just sharing the load i don't know i personally love diaper changes because i feel like she's happy on the the changing mat and like it's a time where i'm just like kind of hovering over her and just looking at her and we're just kind of like talk and do each other it gives us time to like i sing sometimes and it's just a really special time for Mm. her and i so i i really really like to do the diaper changes but at the same time i don't know you know i think we i think it's a fair deal to answer the question but it wouldn't work for us
0: yeah i mean i think it's a fair deal Mm. uh they both have their evils you know (laughs) you have you have more probably to do depending on how you define uh you know mm-hmm. the the amount of stuff that you're doing but the things that she's going to have to do are just random and at inconvenient times it's not like you get woken up at 3 a.m. and it's like hey you need to do the dishes yeah true yeah exactly yeah yeah that's absolutely right that's (laughs) That's the that's the shitty part about doing you know having the diapers and the feedings is that you know you're at the mercy of this little thing when it
2: wants to do what it wants to do that's when you're on exactly so you're
0: basically just a slave to this baby and the other person is just you know like you know a a worker not a slave you know Mm -hmm. you get time off uh but you both agreed to it so i'd say fair deal
2: yeah so i should i should say there's a caveat because as megan is starting to feel better and as she's starting to uh you know and she i mean she's like off medication and everything now i mean she today she like swept and vacuumed on Mm -hmm. her like i you know she just started doing it yeah um i have started to take on more diaper changes and and you know Megan doesn't really advocate for herself. She, you know, she's very much like uh, doesn't want to cause waves. And so I've been very much like, if you don't want to change the baby at three in the morning, then wake me up mm-hmm. and make me change. The, I'll get up and change the baby. Like, that's fine. I'll do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that more of that is happening Well, she'll just be like, I'm I'm not doing this. Yeah. And so so then I do it. Yeah. But
0: if she's doing the other stuff, that's cool too. back vacuums today as well. So we're in that same kind of transition where yep. she's starting to feel better starting to try to do other stuff you know pretty much always has bitter in the ass and she's felt like shit you know uh a little bit later um but you know she uh she also had to carry this nine and a half pound critter around for a while and then have that sucker yanked out of her so it's i as long as she needs to recover she can take it i have no Mm -hmm. problem doing the the extra work around the house i've never been one for housework i've always hated it um, but it does feel kind of good when you're being able to carry the load.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So one question that I had and I ran it by Z, into, Z today to make sure it was a good topic. So it can it's kind of from the wife. Okay. Was all of us having... Kind of from the kind of wife. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so all of us having a, uh, uh, baby girl, mm-hmm. did you, how do you guys feel? How did you feel coming into, so obviously... Uh, Mike didn't know that he was going to have a girl, but mm-hmm. about diaper changes, <clears throat> potentially changing a, di- a girl's diaper yep. coming in and then versus how you feel now. Okay. Because I'll answer it personally just to yep. give you some time to think. But I already have this. So I was super, we knew it was a girl yeah. and I was super nervous because obviously I don't have one of those parts, right? And it was like, I was super nervous about making sure everything got clean. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but um, after like learning from... From the nurses in the hospital, and you know, watching Z, I feel so great about that. And mm-hmm. like I said, and back to my other point, I, I do enjoy diaper changes yeah. now. Yeah. So, yeah. Sorry.
0: Uh, I <laughs> the only thing that I knew about diaper changes was that you had to go front to back on girls, yeah, and that it was it was a big deal if you didn't. So <laughs> I was like, okay. Boy diaper changes are easier because you can just do whatever the fuck you want. Girls have this rule that's different that makes it harder. But after uh, having a baby and doing that and then having some friends have a boy baby, I have realized that every baby pees a lot while they have diaper changes, boys pee on you. Yeah, yep. They pee <laughs> yep. right up into the air and right on you. So I went from thinking that girls were the more inconvenient, tougher diaper change to now I think boys are.
2: Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely had the same uh, concerns as you Dom with like changing, changing your girl's diaper. And, um, you know, I mean, Megan has been super helpful in that regard. Cause you know, she has those parts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's been overall pretty fine. I think, uh, yeah, it's overall pretty fine. I'm always, like, like unsure of how much to do and, like, you know, what. And so I'll often just, like, call Meg and I'll say, look, look does this look okay? Is everything mm-hmm. all right here? And she, you know, she knows about as much as I do, I think, at this point. So, yeah. Um, But, yeah, no, I, I don't have an issue with diaper changes. I do, you know, we are changing diapers all of the time. Mm-hmm. And I've just found that diaper rash is, like, unavoidable. Yep. It just feels unavoidable, and I feel so guilty about it because I don't want – obviously, I don't want my baby hurting or anything like that, but it's just, like, it's just like all of the time. Mm-hmm. All of the time. So it may be a little early, but do you have a pro- – are you using a certain diaper rash product? Um, we've been using Aquaphor. Okay. And so we've gotten to the point now where we put it on all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's just where every diaper change, we're putting it on. Yep. Um, and actually uh i've been it that, that was recommended to me by a nurse you know just just put it on every time you know whether it's there or not it's 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 good for uh for stopping it from happening mm-hmm.
1: yeah i mean we're on the same page we're, we're putting the the diaper cream on every changing um and we're using this it might be bob's butt paste or something
2: it's Bob's butt-based. It's like something pretty – yeah,
1: it, it, it's butt-based for sure. I'm not sure if it's, it's Bob, but Bob sounds right. That so, sounds right, yeah. Yeah, um, it's a red red package, and it's super, super nice. It. Uh, we, but, yeah, we use it every every changing. So, are you using diaper cream? Uh, with the newborns,
0: we have never used any cream mm-hmm. in the hospital. They use just Vaseline yeah. on the butt, and we did that um, with Nora for a while. And with the new one – we've uh been using it um Nora never really had any diaper rash mm-hmm. until recently and it was horrible I think it was teething related and it was out of nowhere and it was so bad I mean like Ugh. raw really really exposed painful like, diaper rash. it looks awful it, it, it really does so it looks awful, bad for yeah. Her. yeah and she's like I mean, you're, like, like changing her diapers, she's, like, shaking from being in pain oh, uh, from, like, wiping her. Absolutely heartbreakingly horrifying experience. Um, so as much as you like changing diapers, uh, that would have shattered th- you.
1: Once kids get into solids, I'm probably not going to like changing diapers
2: as much. I think No, it's,
0: it's uh, better it's better yeah how
2: it's form that's what i'm hoping that's what i'm hoping for like i'm hoping that at some point the baby like recognizes when it's time to poop like the the pee stuff is like i get it right it's cold you know fine but like i'm hoping that the diapers on now is when you poop when the diaper comes off now is not the time you just yeah i'm hoping that changes
0: i'm not gonna jinx myself here i have never been pooped on
2: wow yes ever within a couple days (laughs) (laughs)
0: So I don't, I mean, I don't know what I'm doing differently. Maybe, uh, might be genetics. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> My kids like the diapers. They Maybe. like to poop in them or on a tile floor. Those are the two things. <laughs> you know, if, you're, if you're laying on a tile floor, you watch out if there's a naked there you baby. you go. Yeah. You might get pooped on. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, and we, uh, to just touch on the products that you guys, we use triple paste is, uh, oh. the, the diaper cream that we use for, uh,
1: the diaper rash. So, so no Desitin at this table. No Desitin. It's the most popular
2: brand, but we're not using it. I don't remember who said it, and I don't even remember what they said, but Desitin was not recommended. Oh. Um, and I think the reason for it just had something to do with, I think Desitin, and I mean, I've not used it, so I don't know. I know with tattoos, Aquaphor is like the thing that's recommended, and Aquaphor, I think, is like a, a non-abrasive, you know, it's the kind of stuff you can put on every day, and it will never cause any irritation. Yeah. Um, I've heard, I think the person said that Desitin, if you're using it daily, like if you're, if you're using it to treat diaper rash, it's one thing, but if you're using it as a preventative, it can actually be kind of abrasive on like the skin of a newborn. Mm -hmm. Whereas Aquaphor, and I assume these that you're using, I mean, it seems like you're, you know, what you're using Dom works, but, um, are just less abrasive on their skin. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. 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 Bummer Desitin.
0: Justin, okay. I Still, mean throw us a couple freebies. Yeah. We're not going to try it out on our kids, but I'll, I'll use it. <laughs> yeah, also 7 bucks. 7 bucks. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know the deal. Yeah. Well, Mike, you got another another from the wife or are we? Yeah. Okay,
2: yeah, we're um, leaning on you yeah, as usual. Are. I'm underprepared prepared
0: <laughs> for these things.
2: So, uh, as I mentioned, Megan was hoping to do like a vaginal unmedicated birth and seeing as you two both now have, uh, your partners have had C-sections, um, which I hope is okay to say. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We've mentioned um, it. Okay. Um, so she, Megan kind of felt after the fact, you know, she had a spinal, she couldn't feel anything, mm-hmm. um, d- didn't see anything until the baby was out and she sort of felt not like a uh, sad or about it or anything, but just, she felt like she was like, yeah, I mean, I, I I didn't do anything, I just I came to the hospital mm-hmm. and then I had a baby, yeah. yeah, and you know after you know with the C sections, it's sort of like the recovery afterwards is is what you're dealing with, so she's kind of come to terms with that, yeah, but I was just wondering if if either of your partners sort of felt like man, I just I have a baby, I didn't really do a whole lot, I know I know with you you you're dealing with four days of labor, so yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I think that Z was happy to have the baby out, and obviously after the four days, who wouldn't be, but uh I think. I don't think she was bummed out. I was a little bummed because like I, w- I signed up for the umbilical cord
2: cutting, you know, I was ready
1: to do that, you know, and it, you know,
2: and I that think, was on your agenda for the day. Yeah. Right? And yeah. I was yeah. psyched for
1: that and, uh, wasn't able to do it, but maybe the next one. Um, yeah, I, I think that, I think Z was pretty okay. Maybe the fact that she wasn't able to hold the baby right afterwards, like she did all this work and then I held her for an hour while she mm-hmm. screamed. I think she much, <laughs> would have been much happier with mom because she generally, she is, but,
3: yeah,
0: yeah. I, I don't know how Beck would have reacted had it been the first baby. Um, we did a vaginal birth on the first one, um, not unmedicated. We got an epidural, um, which I would highly suggest makes things <laughs> so much easier. Uh, we literally took a nap after she oh, got an epidural. Awesome. We were pushing for a while, inactive labor for a while. Epidural, nap, mm-hmm. they woke us up and said, it's It's time time to push (laughs) (laughs) and then we had a baby it was awesome um but i you know it was kind of nice there's a couple things were nice about the c-section a couple things weren't um it's cool as soon as you agree to it and you know that that's what you're gonna do and that's probably the less risky avenue for the baby um once you go down that road it's nice knowing that like you're gonna have a baby in your arms in like half an hour Mm -hmm. which is really cool yeah for sure. So that's awesome Then i also like getting to hold the baby first that's cool didn't get to do that last time um but that recovery man it's a bitch and i think if you were to ask beck she for sure would have wanted to do it vaginally um she really like talks about like the feeling that final push feeling mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um apparently it's pretty cool i've mentioned to her that i think i've experienced something similar but she does not believe. <laughs> she, it. Disagrees. she disagrees She <laughs> um but you know i think at the end of the day like every mom just wants to hold that baby yeah. and uh help whatever gets the baby out healthy and safe is obviously the right right way to do it and if it doesn't go the way you want i
2: say have another baby mm-hmm. you know yeah just, try it yeah, again try yeah, again. I I think, yeah. just go after it get another one Going. That sounds right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty amazing. Like C sections occur all of the time, yeah. but they are like one of the most intense abdominal surgeries you can get. Mm-hmm. Screws. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just and I, like I said, I didn't I didn't watch any of it. Um, but just like when I, I did that moment and saw that blood, I was just like, oh, oh, what am I? What is happening yeah. right now? Yeah, yeah. When our it's doctor crazy. came
0: around the corner and talked to us about it, I mean, she was just covered. Mm-hmm. That she went. Oh. oh, yeah. It was. <laughs> Yeah, we like, <laughs> holy shit! Is that from us? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just come from a, what a are you, different uh, surgery? Are you breaking down a deer over <laughs> there? Like, what? what's going on? What?
1: Yeah. yeah, no. Yeah, I think we had the same doctor perform both our C sections. So shout and out to Jade. She, yeah, she's a badass. Yeah, yeah. she is. She so, is. Like when our baby came out, she pretty much just obviously there was a curtain. She pretty much held the baby. You didn't see the doctor at all. She's like, here's your baby girl. <laughs> and then she comes around covered in blood. It's like, oh shit. My God!
0: Yeah. yeah, they want that first look to be yeah. at the baby, not yeah. at the gruesome <laughs> that, yeah. that it took. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. But, mm. Okay, so yeah. that that's all I've got from, okay. from the wife. Well, thank you. Yeah, that's
0: thank you. Some, uh, carried the load there. Awesome from the wife. Anything yeah. I can do to help? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I got another little segment. I'm, you know, it's a, similar to the quiz we did last week, and I, I, would be happy to do quizzes every week. As you want to
0: bring a quiz? Yeah, I okay. mean.
1: Not, a, I won't have every. Why don't you add it to your schedule and just. <laughs> <Dad> uh... <it. laughs> nice. Um, so, the quiz today, I had the day off. So, I have rewritten family movie descriptions uh, pretty vague. So, you guys have to guess the movie. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I worked really hard on this. So, try not to be too, too, uh, too critical. Okay. okay. So, the first movie. So, I, I, let me get through the entire thing so that our listeners, if maybe. So, rather than having you guys shout out, so I'm not gonna buzz in. Yeah, send in. So these are real so. movies. These are real movies. Okay. Family movies. I went movies. with. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Tried to keep it. Home Alone. <laughs> it's one of them. It's <laughs> <definitely> <laughs> okay. First one. A young girl is swept away from her family's farm by a tornado. She then embarks on a. <laughs> <laughs> she then embarks on a quest with new friends in an effort to help her return home. What movie? I think I know it. Yeah, it's it's, the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, (laughs) so you both one for one. Okay, all right. Number two, after murder, after the murder of his father, a young prince flees his kingdom, only to learn the true meaning of responsibility and bravery. (laughs) (laughs) What movie? Sounds like the Lion King. King. (laughs) Awesome. Okay, these are great. Yeah, Yeah, I like this a lot. (laughs) Number three, an overly cautious father has his son taken from him. With aid from a very forgetful friend, he must set out to find the boy (laughs) and return him home.
0: (laughs) Initially, I thought it was taken. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I thought too. Not a family. (laughs) Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. A bratty eight year old boy misses out on his family holiday (laughs) trip. (laughs) With nobody to help him, he must protect the family home from two con men. Home Alone. Don't oh, know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, they get better. They get better. A They're very already good. A very small aspiring chef moves to Paris and forms an, <laughs> and forms an unusual alliance with a kitchen worker in order to live out his dream of working at one of France's most renowned restaurants.
2: That's what. Yeah, that's my thought, but I wasn't sure. All right, okay. that's a fan. Oh, I guess uh, like a movie for families. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I uh, thought it was movies about family. About family. Oh yeah. no, no. Like the Godfather. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Uh. Movie number five. Maybe. Uh. Mikey and his friend set off on a treasure hunt in an attempt to save Mikey's home that is in foreclosure.
2: Is this the Goonies? Nice. Yeah. I, you know, I was
1: gonna
0: guess the Goonies. I've never seen the Goonies, and Beck gives me what? shit about it all the time. A phenomenal I catch a lot You need to remedy that. Yeah. I sure. uh, I refuse to watch it at this. point. That seems it's, right. T- it's taking too long. Plus, it's one of those. It's been too long. Like I didn't watch Independence Day when it came out. I watched it like twelve years after it came out. Mm-hmm. Terrible movie. <laughs> terrible, terrible movie.
1: I think I need to leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number six, easy one. With help from a very funny friend, a young street thief magically becomes a prince. He falls in love with his kingdom's princess and embarks on a dangerous mission to stop an evil sorcerer from overthrowing the kingdom. I think you can go a little more vague. <laughs> yeah, that's, <right. laughs> that's what it was. Like. Aladdin, yeah. pretty yeah. specific. Yeah. Here's, yeah, Aladdin. here's my favorite, and I am very proud of this one. A young girl has to choose between a guy who wants to control her life and a guy who wants to keep her hostage. The latter is marginally nicer, but the deciding factor is his library.
2: Oh, it's Beauty and the Beast. Nice, yeah. Oh, nice. (laughs) Nice, yeah. All
1: right. A self-centered 11-year-old finds out that he is not like the people he lives with. Spends next seven years at private school (laughs) learning the ways of his new people. (laughs) It's HP.
2: Yeah, Harry Potter. (laughs) Nice. Oh. The Dursleys were straight up abusive. They were. I reread those books recently, and like, like could go to jail. Yeah, like they yeah. were straight up abusive. I'm oh, yeah. in the
1: process of rereading them. I'm in a book club with my nephews, and it's it's a blast. Yeah, but yes, the Dursleys are messed up. Yeah. Um. Okay. Small town sheriff overcomes xenophobia and works with foreign astronaut in order to escape the clutches of a maladjusted giant. Wait. We'll do it again. I don't know this one. Small town sheriff overcomes xenophobia and works with foreign astronaut in order to escape. Oh, got it. (laughs) Toy Story.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's good.
1: Yeah. That's really good. That's the level of it. Okay. That was really good. Yeah. Sweet spot. Keep that in mind going forward. Um, (laughs) Young woman, excellent at swimming, accepts wager to win the heart of a prince in three days.
2: It's uh, the Little Mermaid. Yeah, nice. Excellent it's swimming. <laughs>
1: Here's my uh, my favorite in the last one. Divorced father goes through midlife crisis, dresses as woman nanny in an attempt to get paid to watch his own kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Miss yeah, Doubtfire. Yeah, nice. yeah. good job, guys. Yeah, that was great. good. I like yeah, that a man, lot. Thank you. I yeah. like
0: Small Town Sheriff. I don't know if you were intending it for to be a double entendre, but he's like a small yeah town. Oh, sheriff. that yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, like yeah, a yeah. Double entendre. Yeah. Love it. That was, yeah. that was by far the best one. That I was think. the best yeah. one. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Yeah. So make that the template for next week. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is great. Sounds
1: good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that was the game. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, I do have a couple questions uh, for Mike. And then the second one is kind of for both of you. For the panel. So as, so you and your partner, your wife are, are both teachers. Correct. How do you envision
2: that helping you as a parent? So, uh, believe it or not, teachers actually go to school and we learn things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know a lot of people don't think that's true, uh, but it is. And a big part of what you learn as a teacher is is about child development. And I think that um, a lot of people, and myself included, I mean, I, I I know a small fraction of child development, but knowing what I do know. I think that will make it easier to raise a kid. You know, I, I kind of have a sense of when things should be happening or, or if they should be happening. And, and Megan, especially she was an early childhood education major. So she really knows like birth to seven, like is her wheelhouse. Um, but also having been around kids, you know, I, I've, I've taught um, kindergarten all the way up through eighth grade at this point. <clears throat> you know, I feel like I have a sense of sort of developmentally where they're going to be and what they're going to be doing at, at various ages. And I think that will be very, very helpful. Um, you know, kids do whatever they want to do. Mm. You know, teachers often, you know, you sit in, in service and teachers will say like, well, they have to listen to me because I'm saying, and I, yeah, I've i always said like, no, they don't. Well, what What are you going to do? I mean, really, as a teacher, what are you going to do? Um, you know, our hands are tied to a, a big extent. So I think, you know, that also is very helpful and recognizing that the kid's going to do what they want to do. Yeah. And it's more about creating this sort of, um, you know, this like, it's like a, not a contract, but this idea that like we're working together towards something, you know, and I'm here to support you in that. Um, and I can't support you if you're not going to work with me to some extent. And yeah. so I think that also will be very, very helpful um, with with raising the kid. Yeah, that's, okay.
0: that's a good answer. And so you've already got a lot of valuable experience mm-hmm. with trying to deliver messages, trying to teach lessons, trying to make sure the information sets in in an effective manner. Um, but as a teacher, you don't have all the tools. You know, you these are other people's kids. You can't do everything. That's right, yeah. What are you adding to that at home that you can't do as a teacher that you can do at home?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think – what's what's so interesting to me especially seeing things now um, and you know I'm not I'm not trying to throw any judgment or anything like that but I don't think parents realize how much they have to be a part of their kids lives I think that that parents really think that oh I'll just put them in front of a screen or I'll give them this thing and that'll entertain them or whatever and it's you know the kids that tend to be the most successful in school, and, and not to say that that's a metric of like of life or anything like that, but the kids that seem to be the most well adjusted are the kids whose parents are not helicopter parents, but they're there, you know, mm. the, and the kids know that they're there. Um, you know, they're going home on the weekends, and even if it's you know we're going to go outside and play, like that's that's happening, you know. And you you both kind of mentioned this last week, and you brought up uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, um, but the idea of just like let your kid do things. And for me, that's, that's hard. Cause I definitely like type A personality with cleanliness and things like that. And you're talking about letting them go through the recycling bin. And I was just like, oh. <laughs> like, you're right, but I don't know if I can do that. But I do think, you know, just like being there, it's, yeah. you gotta mm-hmm. be there. You yep. have to be there.
0: Yeah. And, uh, I think once you see your daughter's, the uh, joy in her face, when she has, like a a plastic bottle in her hand and she's like crinkling it and hearing <laughs> mm-hmm. the sound and feeling the power of being yeah. able to like crunch something. That'll change a little bit. But I mean today we did clean up everything that uh, you know, took my daughter five minutes to do. Like one lap around this house. She just all the shelves that are at her height, she just grabs everything and throws <laughs> it on the ground and yells with delight while she does it. She thinks yep. it's the most awesome powerful thing that anybody has ever done and it's pretty funny too so we just yeah, yeah tend to let it happen
2: i do think you know like the the problem with school too is and this is something that you, as a teacher i'm constantly trying to fight against but i'm within a system mm. is that there isn't room for that you know like we have these standards we must teach and they must take this test at the end and so there isn't room to let them th- you know change their environment or impact yeah. their environment and nowadays, especially kids are really pushing against that. I mean, even fourth and fifth graders are like, stop telling me what to do, you know, like, mm -hmm. let me have some control over that. And I think, you know, what's so amazing with kids is that they don't have control over their environment. So when they all of a sudden can impact the environment, it's a massive thing for them, you know, and it, it has like long lasting consequences, like recognizing that when I do this thing, there is a thing that happens after that. Mm. And, you know, I think that that's a lesson that starts off in this sort of, like, curiosity of impacting my environment, but then turns into interactions with people. When I say this thing to this person, that has a consequence of some kind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's important.
0: Definitely. Yeah, and the butterfly effect after that, you know, all those things leading to all these other things. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I just – yeah, I like that a lot. Um, And my second question was essentially – Um, and Sean feel free to chime in so Mike you're a music teacher yeah when do you feel so we talked about this a little bit last week when do you feel you're going to introduce like a musical instrument to
2: to your daughter so
0: she already plays violin yeah right (laughs)
2: Um, so this is, is a little bit sad actually so you know music is my job and so to a large extent it's it has it's it's no longer become a passion of mine. Mm -hmm. Um, I find creativity in a lot of other ways. And I think for me, music has always been an outlet for things and I no longer need that same outlet that I had when I was younger. Um, What I need now is ways of being creative. Um, So, you know, we listen to music all the time in my house and, you know, I, I have my guitar, my ukulele and, you know, I'm gonna start taking that out and playing and stuff like that. And I can't ever remember the lyrics of songs, so I'm not singing lyrics, but I'm like coming along tunes and stuff like that. And how's um, how's her
0: English? Is it pretty good? Is she gonna call you out if you get the lyrics you know, out? it's
2: it's funny. I the other day I was trying to count with her. We were reading The Hungry Hungry Caterpillar, or Very Hungry Caterpillar. She couldn't count. I was pretty upset about it. I, she's like two weeks old and she's not counting yet. Like. Get a grip, girl.
0: <laughs> You're not even supposed to be born yet and you can't count. I'm
2: saying it's very frustrating. Um <laughs> I mean, she was paying attention to the book, which is a plus. Yeah. She she usually doesn't. She's usually asleep. Um, but anyways, um, I, I'm not going to force her in anything. You know, I mean, I think I'll give her a ukulele at a young age just because, once again, you're impacting your environment, right? Yeah. The idea of plucking a string. You know, you mentioned uh, Sean banging on things like totally all about that. Oh, yeah. I think I'm just going to put things out there and I'm just going to encourage her to be creative, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm really excited you know kids kids love to explore and I'm really excited to just like be a kid and explore um so I don't know about musical instruments but like you know I've read about like building like bird boxes for like owls you can build habitats for owls I'm I'm excited to do stuff like that Mm -hmm. you know I'm excited to like you know put tools in her hand and like see what she does there and and just provide creative outlets for her Mm -hmm. yeah and see what she takes you know yeah love that that. you gotta just follow it and I like that you say like it's a fun
0: opportunity for you to kind of like be a curious yeah, kid sure. again and just follow the path you know yeah. it's like like improv comics they go off the like and then mentality you're not you're not ever like taking away from what's happening you're just adding to it and building off of it and yeah. running with it so yeah I'm that's that's a good point and it's it's
2: awesome to watch and i think you know it's it's just it's it really is about fostering that curiosity and creativity and like Encouraging them to do more of that, you know, like I garden, so like having her out in the garden and like allowing her to, you know, see what's going on with bugs and plants, and you know, just letting her do those things is super valuable. And so the same is true with instruments, right? Mm-hmm. Like give putting instruments in front of her, and you know, Suzuki, who uh, you know was a a Japanese violinist who created, he didn't really create the Suzuki method, but his students took that method. Um, Suzuki believed that instruments should be like like dolls like the way a child might play with a doll you know you give them the violin and you let them play with it <clears throat> and I think a lot of violinists who are playing on $150,000 instruments would say like no you don't no way <laughs> um, but he really I mean in his writings he, he wrote about the idea that you give you know you give a one year old you know they've got their doll they've got you know in this case like in our age they might have Legos mm-hmm. and next to that you give them an instrument and mm-hmm. you know so if they pick it up and they bang it around, then then that's them exploring what that thing does. And and that is really how you create that love yeah. of the instrument. And they might really
0: like it. You know, you give the kids like a dozen different stuffed animals and like one of them, they really, really love yeah. and take with them and play with more than all the other ones. And you might just never put the right instrument in front of them. So it's really important to just keep giving them a bunch of stuff. The paintbrushes, yeah. all, all the things. Mm
3: hmm
1: yeah I like that
0: Yeah. Um, what are you most excited for I know we're probably going to be wrapping up here pretty soon so let's look sort of into the, the near future um, you're not even supposed to have a baby yet <laughs> yeah. so you're, already, time. you're already ahead of schedule um, <clears throat> you know and, and again I'm not encouraging anybody ever to like not enjoy the present Right. and I'm sure you're going to do a great job of that but what's coming that you're really looking forward to
2: yeah I just I, I love being a dad I love it it is it's glorious mm-hmm. I I don't know that I can say I'm excited for anything in particular because every day I wake up and it's she you know her face is changing every day like mm. she's she's at that age where every day she looks different yeah mm-hmm. so every day it's like I'm meeting a new person kind of you know and every day she's giving me new expressions and I think, you know, I I'm really I guess I'm excited for like more of that interaction. You know, Um, I'm excited for there to be that give and take. Whereas right now it's more I'm sort of responding to what she's doing. Mm -hmm.
0: Getting pooped on.
2: Right. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) I'm excited for that. Then I suppose. (laughs) Yeah, I just I think all of it is pretty amazing. And I kind of feel almost like right now. None of it feels. None of it feels like real. Like it just it feels like. I don't know. I, I always thought it was going to be really, really hard, and I'm only two weeks in. Yeah, you were a brand new dad. I'm a brand new dad, and it's when I go to work. I know it's going to get harder, but it just it feels it feels like oh, this is just how this has always been happening. This is just the way it is. Natural. It and, just yeah yeah yeah, and so every day I'm I'm more excited about the things she's doing, and and I think I'm just excited for that to continue. You know, the other day I had her on my chest, and I looked at I looked at Megan, and I said, "This doesn't end like this." we're just doing this now forever <laughs> and she was like yeah yeah, yeah. that's true
1: <laughs> it is well that, pretty crazy to think about yeah you know like it's yeah it's a relationship that you're going to continue to build for forever mm. and it like for the rest of your life you know it's just it's amazing to think about and i feel the same way i mean i'm two and a half months in and every day you're waking up like you know you didn't have that exciting thing in your life like oh i have a new truck you know and you you go out you're like oh i wake up that morning you go outside you have you have that new truck but that wears off after a month Mm. you don't wear that off (laughs) you know it's like it's amazing you just have this child now and it's just yeah
0: yeah because your new truck just learned how to throw stuff in the trash yeah you gotta hide your keys
2: (laughs) (laughs) and you you know you guys kind of talked about this in in a prior episode, uh but you talked about like those resets and like that is just so true. Cause there are definitely times where I'm just like I get frustrated and I'm just like, man, this is crazy. And then she just like she does like smiles or she's got like a few expressions that are just so adorable. And she does those and I'm like, Yep, it's all good. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. I have a feeling it's gonna be like that forever. And
0: that's <laughs> th- I mean, that gives me a lot of faith in you uh as a parent on a couple different levels. You know, like I don't think you'd get that frustrated if you didn't give a shit, you know? Yeah. If you didn't really want it to go as perfectly as it possibly can and be the best-case scenario for this kid, you it it would obviously be annoying, but it wouldn't, like, really frustrate you to the core like I know that it does for all of us. Yeah. And uh, that natural feeling that you were talking about earlier, I mean, that, again, just is exactly how I've been feeling this whole time. You know, baby one, baby two. Everybody's been asking me like, oh, how's it feel to have two? And I know they want me to say like, oh my God, it's it's crazy, it's so hard. Like, It's not hard. It is the, the easiest, most perfect, wonderful, natural thing that I've ever done. And it's the whole reason why we're all here and It feels great, better than everything. And it does take some resets every once in a while for you to to realize it. But I mean, it's hard and then it's good. Just like, you know, somebody running a marathon, just like anything, you know, it's it's amazing the whole time for a bunch of different reasons. But if it feels natural and if you're getting really passionate about it, then I have uh, a lot of faith in you being a good dad.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Same here. I do. I appreciate that. Thanks. Um, and I do think we're fortunate because we, I think our baby is very easy. I mean, I think, you know. Yeah. Can you imagine if it was like. If she was screaming all the time. <laughs> all the time. Just <laughs> screaming. Yeah. Um, but I do think what's so interesting about it, because, you know, Dom, you asked about like being a teacher and stuff like that. And so I'm not a very patient person. In fact, mm-hmm. it's something I've had yeah, to work yeah, on. Me too. <laughs> a lot. Um and I think I've made some pretty good strides actually over the last year like knowing that Megan was having a baby mm-hmm. and <clears throat> knowing that the baby wasn't going to do what I wanted it to do. Yeah,
0: what how do you how do you activate that like I'm going to I'm going to be better about being patient?
2: Cuz I don't even have the patience to be better <laughs> at being patient. You know, there're just so many flaws in my character. I've had a whole <laughs> lifetime of trying <laughs> to Uh yeah, no, I think well, so one I think because I'm a teacher, patience is just part of the gig. Oh, yeah. So I think, you know, I grew up in a family of yellers. Everyone yelled all of the time. And so I am a yeller. When I Mm. get angry, when I get frustrated, I yell. That's what I do. And when you are a teacher uh, and you're dealing with other people's kids, uh, you can't yell. They don't like that very much. (laughs) (laughs) And so I think, uh, you know, I've had to like curb it from there. And I think it's interesting how the frustration I feel sometimes with the baby or the way I'm feeling about the exhaustion or, or whatever, it, it feels different. It's not the same as like I'm tired because my job is draining me or man, the kids just won't do this thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. It, it it feels different. It feels like a, it's a more manageable frustration, you know? Even when I, you know, Megan will wake up and she'll say, I need you to change the diaper. I don't want to get out of bed, but I do it. I get up and I do it and it's fine and yeah. I come back to bed and it's not a big deal. Yeah. Um and I just I think it. It, it feels like a different kind of frustration it just mm-hmm. it just all feels different than what I'm normally feeling so yeah. the patience is a little bit easier in that regard mm-hmm. I think for yeah
1: me. for me I, I mean this last two months it, <clears throat> my patience I feel like has grown so much one thing I will say though is you don't really know patience until you are with a group of people and your baby screaming yeah. <laughs> That's when you can show some patience <laughs> like so if you're not freaking out during that time then you've got patience up the was. Yeah. Because like it's that is the most oh, it's the hardest it's, thing ever. It's stressful. Yeah. You're sweating. You're yeah. like thinking about what they're
0: thinking. Exactly. Like like in that scenario with nobody around, you're already like primarily thinking about what this baby is dealing with, you know? And then like, you're like maybe 25% of that pie chart and it's like not a good 25%. (laughs) And then now you're adding in all these other slices and, uh, you know what they're thinking.
2: They're like, shut this baby up. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't pay for this. I'm not interested in that. But at,
1: at the same time, I feel like, Because it's your kid, that noise or whatever, their screaming is that much louder to you. Like, you know, it's it's probably like tenfold as, you know, people aren't really worried about it as much as you are. Well, I
0: think uh, people who have kids aren't worried about it at all. Yeah. Because I don't give a fuck about somebody else's kid crying. Yeah. It's not my problem.
2: But before I had kids,
0: it was very annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, have, you know, I think about like being on an airplane with a crying baby, mm. and you know, it's just, it yeah, it's awful, it's terrible. Yeah. But you know, I've I've recently been thinking about how, do, like, so for example, driving. Like, if I don't, if I'm not in a rush to get anywhere, I understand if somebody's driving slow. I'm I'm more willing to be like, yeah, you know, who knows what that person's dealing with. Yeah. But if I'm in a rush to get somewhere, I have no understanding of mm. any of that. It's <laughs> like, yo, yeah. get out of my way. <laughs> and I think having a kid you sort of almost always have to be in the mindset of I've got nowhere to be. Like I am mm. not in a rush and you kind of have to like have that, that thinking. Then again, I'm two weeks in and we've been living at home and haven't had to deal with anything. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, I think that's uh there's that to contend with as well. Yeah, yeah. Things just, will change in a couple months. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I just, whenever like the, I feel like it's been maybe once and I think we were here, with our baby meeting your new baby and our baby wasn't happy that night and it was just like I, I just, don't remember well, oh you don't didn't Good. bother me see exactly so like I just think about you know, the other people in this room are very understanding. They're not thinking about this the way you're thinking about it. So just be relaxed. Mm-hmm. And then that will translate to your baby. And you, know, exactly. you being and relaxed. You've touched on that. Like yeah. you being
0: relaxed is, exactly. is the biggest thing. Because the, to them, like they they don't know the other people are in the room. They're exactly. not thinking about like everybody else's <laughs> <Yeah>. feelings. <laughs> uh, they're care- yeah. They care about themselves. Yeah. And oh. like, and the input that they have. And... That's pretty much entirely you at that point, you know, if you're like taking care of them. So, yeah, I mean, you're you're entirely right. It's just about like being relaxed and Mm -hmm. uh, and and trying to just Zen your way into getting your baby to be Zen. Yeah.
2: But Uh, it is frustrating. I've I've actively used uh, Dom that thought process when Mm -hmm. I'm like like last night was raw. She was up at like five and she she wasn't interested in sleep and she was alert. And I was like, no, like this is sleeping time. Um And I just, I was like, I just was breathing deeply mm-hmm. and slowly and just thinking like, all right, if I do that, she'll latch on to that. You know, I had my shirt off. So we were kind of skin to skin and, and for sure it worked, you know? Yeah. Right. I, uh, I was like rocking her and I was just breathing deeply and slowly, but surely those eyes just yeah shut and i was like yeah i mean if i had been freaking out there's no way she would have gone to sleep yeah 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 i mean think about if you right now were freaking out mm-hmm. and some giant
0: picked you up and was really stressed about it you'd probably be worried <laughs> really that scared is gonna spike <laughs> yeah. you into the ground <laughs> yeah. at any moment but if the giant is just really really comforting mm-hmm. i mean i'm asleep
2: yeah. yeah for sure yeah
1: yeah well um yeah. Do you feel driving while with the baby in the car? So I know you talked about driving a little bit and like, do you feel like how do you feel driving with the baby in the car?
2: Um, Yeah, it, that hasn't been much of an issue. I, I will say that I uh, I'm a Long Island driver. So if there's anybody out there who's from Long Island, they'll know that uh, that means I'm reckless. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely am. have been more careful. I'm more likely to drive the speed limit. I also think just overall, maybe this is getting older, I just, I'm not as like interested in driving above the speed limit or driving fast or whatever. I just just sort of like, you know, I'm in the car. This is a part of what I have to do now. Mm -hmm. So I think I've been getting into a place where I've been driving more safely. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, when we have the baby in the car, I know a lot of people like they're like white knuckle and I I didn't feel that way. I just, I was like, I'm going to just not drive over the speed limit and Mm -hmm. I'm going to try and not be an ass right now yeah. <laughs> driving my road rage increased
1: like not I, i'm not driving and i'm not riding asses I, that was my problem before and i'm not doing that anymore i'm not driving crazy but my like if people cut out in front of me i freak out with when i had the baby in the car it's like,
3: what the hell's the matter with you
1: you know um because I, I just get super defensive because it's like you got really precious cargo back there you know do you have a baby on board no, Stigger? you do. How are they supposed? You to gotta know? make me
2: one. Yeah, met, so we uh, were driving to the pediatrician and uh, the other day, and that happened to us. Somebody pulled out right in front of us, Yeah. and Megan lost it. And Megan is like I said, cooler than the underside mm. of the pillow. Uh, and she lost it, and I, I was just sitting there, and I'm just like, she's like, why would they do that? I'm just- I was like, well, because they don't they don't know we have a baby. Right. And, you know, they're that's what they're doing. Yeah. I, you know, and, and then I rode on their ass for, you know, the entire yeah, time I, they were in front of me. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, they pulled out in front of me and they shouldn't. have. It was a very dangerous thing. Yeah. And, um. But, yeah, it's funny because Megan is all about getting a baby on board sticker. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, I'm not putting one of those on my car. And she's like, well, I'm putting on your car. You don't have much of a choice there. <laughs> right. so. yeah. It's pretty cool. I mean, Sean's
1: baby on board sticker is his baby. So like oh. it's, it's a picture of
2: her. Oh, cool. Yeah. All so, right.
1: Uh, really interesting. Uh, maybe I'll
2: we'll have to get him to make some. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for we'll sure. Have, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: For sure. Um, but yeah. So I guess another question I had was, and this, you know, I don't mean to keep pestering. No good. Questions. I love this. This is great. Um, what? Well, let me try to rephrase this. How do you feel as a parent? Do you feel being in Vermont has changed the way you might parent? I guess, or oh, yeah, you know, for sure. the, versus you know what maybe Long Islander.
2: Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, I hated Long Island. I I never felt like I belonged there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I so I grew up in Long Beach, which is a small city uh, about fifty minutes outside of New York City. Um, There's about thirty thousand people within you know two miles of sand. Uh, I don't know how you fit 30,000 people in two miles of sand. <laughs> yeah. I, I, don't, I don't really know how that works. But, um, yeah, I mean, I went to school in northern New York and, and went down to Long Island for a year to to student teach and then immediately got out of there. Mm-hmm. You know, I moved up to Newport, Vermont, which, uh, no no hate to Newport, but compared to where I was from, was the middle of nowhere. And I definitely think that, like, living up here, things are just slower. People are kinder. Um, You know, there's just there's not so much competition, you know, like on Long Island, you know, in schools and everything, it's, it's all about entitlement and competition. You know, people down there are super wealthy and they think that they deserve, you know, everything. And, you know, up here, uh, people work for what they've got. And I, you know, I, I really appreciate that. And I, I have found, um, I've, I've just found it to be a way more, um, Less stressful place to raise a kid for sure and to live and like I have found when I go down to Long Island now I'm stressed out. I hate being around all these people mm-hmm. driving down there is just awful My family's always like why don't you come down and visit? I'm like, why would anyone want to come down there? Like yeah. come here, you know? Um, but yeah, I definitely think if I was raising a kid on Long Island, I think it would be very different mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, for sure yeah.
1: We're go- mm. I mean, we're glad to have you up here. Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> sure. a great spot yeah, for sure Definitely well,
0: Um, I was just thinking what a good uh, way to end this thing would be. Um, We're all kind of in different stages. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think we each have a semi-unique perspective on what's really relevant right now. Um, For me, you know, with the two, I'm in like two different modes of parenting a lot of the time. And it's kind of hard to really stay like attached to one for as long as I want to because I'm getting, uh, distracted by the other <laughs> duties and stuff. Um, so I'll, I'll say mine. I'm, I'm curious for both of you, what advice you would give to somebody who is, you know, maybe a couple months behind you guys. So, so Dom, for you, somebody who's maybe in Mike's position, mm-hmm. who who is just having a baby and then for Mike, obviously somebody who is, uh, you know, well, you should still be waiting for your baby, <laughs> but um, yeah, for me, I've been having, as I just said, a tough time, like staying attached to one of them. I think with the two, I want to just give everybody who's in my position a little piece of dad that I, uh, I think it's okay to really split them up. And whether it's, one of you dealing with one and the other one dealing with the other or sending one to daycare and having the other one be in a nurture phase or going and doing something with one kid and another thing with another one I I think like it's easy to lump the kids together and say like oh the girls want to go do this and when they're two and three it'll be easier when they're seven and eight it'll be even easier i hope i mean they might be just really different kids yeah but the moral of the story is like every kid needs something different and at this stage in particular when their needs are so different it's impossible to be a super dad for two totally different kids that need totally different things so instead of spreading yourself thin i think it's really okay to send them to the grandparents, you know, or split up mom and dad to one in one for a little while, even if it's just like a 10-minute period or maybe it's an hour, maybe it's three hours, maybe it's the whole day, who knows? It's really hard to step away from your kids. It's even harder to, like, pass them off to somebody else who, you know, who knows, you just want control of everything. Um, But I would say for somebody who now has two kids – to just know rolling into the thing that you're not gonna be able to do everything for both. With one, you weren't even able to do everything for the one, but That's you right. thought you could. Mm-hmm. And with two, it's, it's even harder. So just know rolling into it that you're gonna need help and you're gonna need to do a lot of splitting up. And to just know that early That it has nothing to do with, like, (laughs) you doing anything wrong or, you know, obviously the perfect plan is like, yeah, we'll take them here. We'll do this together. Everything's going to go great. It's not, you know, I'm rooting for you, but it's not. And it's okay that it doesn't. That's all part of it. It doesn't make it tough. It doesn't make it you know bad but it just is what it is and just like having one baby and rolling with the punches when you have two you just need to you're getting punched by two different people <laughs> so, like, so have somebody else come in and block for you every yeah. once in a while yeah I like what you, that. what do you guys got
1: so my advice would just i mean similar to what you're saying just kind of be flexible Nothing's written in stone. And I, when I say that, I mean essentially what I was doing to calm my daughter down a month ago is not what I'm able to do now. Mm. So, like, they they learn with you, and obviously you have to just try new things if, it, if your old <clears> stuff <throat> isn't working and just be flexible. You know, I, I've been getting frustrated personally with, you know, the fact that my moves don't work anymore. Mm. You know, and that, like – and it's not just, like, calming her down. It's, like, just, like – day-to-day feeding wise like she's been boycotting the boob so she she, you know we have to be flexible and give her the the bottle you know z has to pump what she has and then give her the bottle so just be flexible and don't get super bummed out because obviously they're
2: developing and Mm.
1: you have to develop as well so
2: yeah i could go with the flexibility route considering that the the kid came five weeks early (laughs) um but i think for me and and for my partner the thing that's been hard is We lost five weeks of just us time, you know, Mm. and I think uh, there isn't enough talk around the idea that when you have your first kid, you know, you're super excited. It's a joyous time, but there's a little bit of grief there because you are now losing what you had with your partner before that. Um, And that's not to say that it's bad to have a kid at all. I obviously don't feel that way, but there is this there is this part of it that is not as positive. Right. And so. I think, you know, my advice to somebody in my shoes would be, you know, and, and it's the same is true once you have the baby, but don't worry about the dishes. Don't worry about the, you know, I mean, that stuff needs to get done, but take the time with your partner, like mm-hmm. spend the time with mm-hmm. them because once that baby comes, you know, you'll have, you'll have the time, but it's going to be different, you know, and yeah, you got to really just put the time into it with that partner for sure. Yeah. That's
0: good
1: advice. That's really good advice. Yeah. I like that. Cool. Well, Dom, you said you had a dad joke to take us out. Yeah. Do you want to hear a dirty joke? Yep three white horses fell in the mud do <laughs> bye